This is the Witch Kitabu podcast with Mary and Musa. Part 1 The Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives by Lola Shonein. Hey, welcome back to our second podcast here at Witch Kitabu. Uh, my name is Mary and I'm here with my co-host Musa Asubuhi and we just like to remind you who we are again. Mm-hmm. Musa Asubuhi is a publisher of Wikitabu. It's a African-owned publishing house that has published a couple of books so far. We featured one of the books, his book actually. Exactly. And the Age last. of the Navigator mm-hmm. in the last podcast. Yes. And I am a lover of all things African politics, history mm-hmm. and media. Pimenta Extraordinaire <laughs> and we had Zamor Studios. Yes, thank you Mark. Thank you so much Mark. He is waving at us. Producer Extraordinaire Zamor Studios Nairobi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so our book for this week is The Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives and my goodness Mary The Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives by Lola Shonein I mm. hope I pronounced that properly she is an amazing writer she's Nigerian She was born in the 70s so you get a flair of that in her book in the sense that she's writing this book between 1986 and mm. the early 2000s it keeps going back and forth yes and like the title tells you the secret lives of Baba Segi's wives there are secrets this is a huge secret there is polygamy <laughs> <laughs> there are wives there is a huge elephant Oh my particular house. And we're not talking about Baba Segi. And uh, yeah, yeah, who is mm. the patriarch mm. of the family. <laughs> Now, basically there are four wives. Yes. There is the first wife who is and I have to read these names yes, because Segi. I am from East Africa. Iya Segi. Segi. Iya Segi. So that's yeah. Mama Segi. Yes. Like the so mother Iya means mama. Yes. Mm. So she got married in 1984 mm-hmm. to Baba Segi. who is actually known as Ishola Alao. Yes. So it's the Alao's family. Yes. Mm. And then you have the second one, Iyatope, who got married to him in 1989. Yes. And then there is Iyafemi, my favorite. Mm. She got married to him in 1994. Bondale. I know that's your favorite. Yes. Yes. She's the educated one. So the other three wives are illiterate. This one is educated. Mm. Now when we're talking about illiteracy at this time, it's not illiteracy in the sense of what we would understand that people don't read or write. These are mm. women who only had basic education. Yes. So they could read and write basic. Mm. And actually the, the 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 issue they had is that Bonlale had gone to university. Exactly. That was the biggest issue. So they felt this is somebody who's going to come and take away all the affection. Of the husband Exactly Just because she's learned Exactly And it's interesting Because the personalities Is just one of those things We won't get into it But the personalities Are just interesting You know Iasegi's personality Iafemi And Iatope They have And you can see yourself 
In each of these women, there are elements of every African woman going through whatever issues she's facing, whether it's issues with children, mm. whether it's issues with her husband, financial issues. True. I love the fact that one of the wives actually runs a business and does so well mm. at that. Mm. And a couple of them. Exactly. A couple of businesses. Then you've got Bonanle, your favorite, yes. who is really intellectual. Yes. And then you have the children mm. who are amazing person. Lola Shanine yes. has done an amazing job in yes. bringing out all these different facets of people's characters. Yes, especially in Africa. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so interesting. Uh-huh. I had this, um, Mary, that her book has been translated to about six languages. Hebrew. Can you imagine Norwegian. That? Hebrew. I mean, wow. Which African I'd love to listen to or know which other African books that have been done in Hebrew. Because that's amazing. I'm sure I mean, a couple of there are. Yes, but you know you have to you have to have written something really good. But her story is a story that we can all identify with. True. Very one true. of us has one story or other that we can see in this book. Mm-hmm. This book brings out, for instance, polygamy in Africa. Yes, and we know very well in Kenya this has been an ongoing issue as mm-hmm. far back as 1981. Mm. There was a bill presented to Parliament that Mm. wanted to legislate polygamy. Mm -hmm. And one of the contentious issues in that bill was the fact that the first wife had to agree to the fact that her husband would take on another wife and even have to agree to the fact that it would now become a polygamous family. And the men at that time shot the bill down. And so polygamy in Kenya became de facto and de jure, basically Mm. meaning it was not really protected. Mm -hmm. And so people would be in these unions that are marriages and not quite sure if you are officially married to an individual if dowries paid a couple of goats or camels or money is given to the woman's family then Mm -hmm. she becomes a wife Mm -hmm. but there is no certificate there's nothing protecting her the man could chase her out so we fast forward to more recently Mm -hmm. and you have the federation of women lawyers pushing for legislation to protect the women yes and so we have the 2014 marriage bill which Mm. came into effect 2014 yes and basically men are allowed to take on other women so long as they can financially provide for Mm. the woman and the children and this is now legislated but the Mm. one thing that was actually being pushed for was protecting the women in these unions Mm. and that was allowing the first wife Mm. to agree to this polygamous union in the first place, which Mm. was taken out of the bill. True. So the man can actually die and Mm. the woman finds out there were six, seven other women in the side. Nicely hidden with offspring. And it happens. Exactly. All claiming share Mm. of his meager property. Exactly. In fact, the Bureau of Statistics shows that most polygamous marriages are actually they actually entrench poverty. Yes. It, you're looking at an average of 43%, mm. which is yes. horrific. And and actually based on um, an article by Reuters mm-hmm. done in 2018, yes. um, they mentioned that out of the 1.3 mm-hmm. million Kenyans... Yes, who uh, are married. Who are married. Yes, that's 10% of the married population. Yes, yes. are within uh, polygamous, polygamous unions. Uh, yes. So, and... 
in fact, to add to that, mm -hmm. FIDA, now the Federation of uh, Women Lawyers, yes. argues that those are officially recognized exactly. polygamous unions. They have not counted the traditional settings where, you know, things aren't exactly. put out there and they're or not mentioned. Or even the women hidden on the side. Yes. Them Panguakando. As we say it in Kenya. Exactly. Mm, so. Panguakando. <laughs> And it's it's interesting going through the book because mm -hmm. so there's a polygamy aspect. Yes. And okay, let me just go through this because mm -hmm. I, I feel like it, it's just very interesting. Mm -hmm. But there's also an etiquette issue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we've exhausted polygamy now. No, no, no. Just jumping onto it because I feel like it's one of those issues I was like going through the whole book and I'm like, hmm, okay interesting well but. i know where you're going lola is very comical when she describes baba oh, segi the patriarch of the goodness. family and the man has issues with his bowels yes. he has issues with his manners and his all fluids that basically are in his body can come mm -hmm. out at any moment but also uh -huh. the children the, yes. the, the, the instances where you know, you you read through the story, and uh -huh. you can actually see um, a, a, a certain place in uh -huh. in in um, in our localities, and and see the children within those localities. And I give her credit for uh -huh. how real uh -huh. she oh, made she the book. Oh, she was real. She did the not book sugarcoat. Was so so real. But and remember, again, this is set 30 plus, okay, not 30 plus, you're looking at 20 to 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. So a lot has changed, or has it? This is my question. Are we mm. still going through the situation that these wives are going through? Do men have that kind of power? I think they do. Are societal norms such that we allow this to happen to our women? and allow this to happen to our children, where we know within a polygamous environment, the women mm -hmm. will be fighting each other for attention. And it's not so much that they're in love with this man. Mm. It's what does it mean if I'm the favorite? Yes. It means economically, I will have advantage over the others. My children will also have advantage. What yes. does that do to our society? Because mm. if the census statistics and mm -hmm. the, you know, the um, levels of poverty show us that in those families, because the man is most likely the sole breadwinner, yes. these children and women are beholden to him. Yes. If he does pass on, you now have extended family coming to claim property. Mm. And if it goes to court, as we know in our country, Kenya, mm. these court cases can take years to be finalized, mm. especially if the man has not given the women mm. access to the documentation that mm. will allow them to claim the property. Yes. And it mm. happened to one of the um, the ladies within the book, uh -huh. the context of the book, where yeah. the parents died and then well, things went without so spoiling too yes, much. Yes, without spoiling too uh -huh. much. And so it actually does happen in, in the African context. And then here's the other thing, Mary. Um... We live in primarily urban areas. Uh -huh. So as I read the book, I also had a question, you know, is this real? Does it really happen right now? But then I thought about it. Uh -huh. How much of Africa is urbanized? Exactly. You see, at first I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This was not my experience growing up in the 80s and the exactly. 90s. Excuse me, I'm a city girl. But, but you are a city girl. But I'm few and far between. Hmm. And so even today, we know there are city girls who have gone to university, gone and done master's PhD and are willing to become a second or third wife. We have seen it in the news. Exactly. I remember one time, I can't remember exactly when this was. Mm -hmm. And 
um, there was this lady very educated I think she was also a member of parliament mm-hmm. or is this someone within or something um, within um, government or something and and she was willing to become I remember I remember what yeah. you're saying in fact I think this was um, not last year was it last mm. year or the year before I'm not quite too sure but she was a representative yes and she proudly stood up and said that she is a second wife mm-hmm. and that women should not be so proud as to think that they can only have one husband to well themselves. not yes exactly yes and that these women should go out there and share the men and haven't we had the lady representatives who also say you know what multiple women get married to one man just just do it within a county just do it I mean it's 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 how we've lived it's how our ancestors lived a hundred years ago I understand mm. why yes it was about producing as many children as possible mm. it was ensuring that um, your DNA gets passed on and that you have a diseases. workforce exactly because the children are dying so you needed to keep Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you have a workforce for your farms. Yes. You have more children that will be born from these children and you mm-hmm. become this massive ego. patriarch. They <laughs> ego as well. <laughs> But in this day and age, with the kind of economic structures that we have, mm. is this a viable system? No, no. Because it, we're in 2019 now. Yes. So you look at a child born in 1986, for instance, mm-hmm. from this kind of a union. Yes. This is somebody in their 30s today. Mm. And this is somebody who only understands, if it's a female, mm. that I have to do what my mother did to survive. Yes. Why are we sending that message to our young girls? Societies that have prospered in mm. this era that we're living in are societies mm. that encouraged nuclear families. Yes. And even if there were extended families, the extended family was to support this nuclear family. Mm. So you have mother, father, children, yes. grandparents, cousins, uncles, but it's a support system. Yes. And also realizing that there is the resources we have in the world right now are much fewer than what we had many years back well we can't argue for it (laughs) we can't argue for it um also in terms of the climate change Uh topics and all that um so our our health systems have also improved so that means when you get children there's a higher likelihood that they will grow up and grow older and so we really don't i don't see a reason why we should have polygamous families but then said by a man yes mm-hmm. but then i do understand that <laughs> uh-huh. manly desire to conquer and you know you want to chase after every gazelle that you see in front of your eyes it's 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 part of a lizard brain oh we've gone back I, to I, the I lizard brain i keep going brain. back to the lizard brain because i feel like that um maybe it's because of the documentaries i watch but i yes. feel like there's that uh-huh. <laughs> that survival instinct exactly uh-huh. that wildlife uh-huh. um brain in our minds uh-huh. that keeps where he um, must spread his seed exactly and it must get the best combination ever exactly. for its continued survival you've been listening to a review of the secret lives of baba segi's wives by lola shoney the witch kitabu podcast with mary and musa 